Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Welcome everyone to another episode of Some Days Today. My name is Bola Odina and I am joined by my co-host Mac Odina. Hello and I uh, we are joined by our good friends who've known our each other. Our bestest friends. For uh, It's been forever. T- over 20 years. Don't it's been a long years. time. It's been, yeah, it's been a long. Yes. Time. Mike and Reese. So, do you guys want to introduce yourselves a little bit? Like, well, before we get so started, know, I know. Are you going to do this again? We talked, about, we talked about the fact that she does this, right? Like, we've been critiquing some days today, and one of the things that we do, like, is one of the things that we said today is, like, Bola will be like, uh, what are you doing? This is not part of the agenda. And I'm like, uh, what, Maybe you what's gotta the go agenda with the again? The, the agenda the is you is, not trying to. I just in. told them to introduce themselves, and you were talking about you pulling back. Let's just keep going where I was going. Okay, that's fine. Okay. You know what? You are. I'm a control freak. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Introduce. That's that. That was the question yeah, for them so to introduce, introduce themselves. themselves. Okay. This is the first time we got them on. So what are we including? Exactly. Whatever you want to tell. What say? Whatever you want to say about yourself. Like, just tell the audience a little bit about yourself. What you would like them to know. You've seen our our show. You probably know the people who um, listen. Yeah. So, what do you think that our audience would like to know about you, and or and or, what do you want the audience to know? Because perhaps, you know, some people may be interested in whatever it is that you you're offering. That is true. Huh. <laughs> well, you want to go first? No, yeah. you go first. Oh, how cute! Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Mike, Mikey Diakitas. This is Reese Diakitas, my wife. Uh, a great friend, I should say. That's sweet. Love it. Um, Are we great friends, babe? I'm sorry, I don't mean to make this about you. I just thought that was interesting. I'm <laughs> sure you don't mean to make I this about I just thought that you? was it. Do you introduce me as your great friend? Well, please, it's not okay, about you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. That's so good, though. Mike, you gave brownie points. Brownie points. For all of this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so... You know, a couple of things about me. I'm a parent. Well, I'm a husband. Karen, we have two kids, a boy and a girl. Um, what else? Um, Liberian and Nigerian. Woo, woo, woo. 
that mixture going. Um, Too troublemaking the African countries. That is true. <laughs> a lot of energy. Uh, yeah, um, you know, I'm interested in pretty much all the the pillars of life, which is you know health, fitness, finance, relationships, uh, both um, you know friendships as well as uh, I guess partnerships um and yeah and it, the, the the biggest thing about me actually is and is that out i think everything is hilarious so true and i'm here for the giggles yes <laughs> so you know that, that's i think at the core you know how anybody would describe me is just like you know like i you know, i genuinely think Life is um, just to be laughed at. Life is a hoot. <clears throat> um, you had so much to say. Um, I'm Reese Idiokitas, wife to my wonderful friend, Mike, um, or Michael. I never say Mike. Um, <laughs> mother to the same two boy to girl. his children. <laughs> <laughs> You the baby mom? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and what else? I mean, I'm. Well, you on your own I practice. I am a doctor of Chinese medicine, or mm-hmm. um, specializing in pediatrics. Um, so I'm very health, very focused on the holistic health of children. Mm. Um. My focus right now is palliative care, which I do at Children's Hospital, um, which I've come to love. Um, but I just love this. Mm. Oh, just like being with friends, getting to know my friends better, good conversation, all that. Yeah. And board games, yeah. Awesome. Nice. Now. Well. Thanks, guys. So nice to have you here. Um, so just to set the stage, we are in, I'm sorry, where are we? Chicontig? Chincotig, uh, Virginia. Chincotig, Virginia. Mm-hmm. So we're actually here with our babies. They're somewhere. Um, Labor Day weekend. It's Labor Day Sunday weekend. The Monday. Um, so we're here in this beautiful beach town. Um, and we decided let's do a... Some days today episode. We've always wanted to have you guys on, so it's amazing that. Do you remember um, we did? Um, oh yeah. We did even before. We did Sunday before it was really. That's true. Yes. In Barcelona, we're yes. still. Where is that footage from Barcelona? Yeah. Hold up. Bar- we're gonna... <laughs> it wasn't really. No, no, no. It started. No, it started. It just didn't finish. We didn't what finish. happened to the tape, though? Okay, so to set the stage. So we've been on many vacations with the Idiokitas. We love spending time together. Um, I actually think we fit. I think you, you guys are the only couple really that we travel with um, for the most part. Couple, um, yeah. Yeah, so we have a good time with them. So we were in Barcelona with another couple friend of ours from college. And mm-hmm. that was when I was trying to explore, you know, sort of some days today. And we said, let's do... A taping. 
We had an amazing conversation amazing. Even, on a beautiful rooftop. On a beautiful in, rooftop in Barcelona. And I think Mike, Mike, Mac was taping. And I don't know what happened. Maybe the memory got filled up or the battery died. And But we were in the middle of the conversation. And Mac was like, I'm just going to keep it going. <laughs> not, no, not only was I going to keep it going. He, he didn't tell us. No, no. Uh, he he was didn't want to stop. He got I didn't want y'all to stop. I was moving the mic. Oh, you talking right now? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, just keep it moving. Just, just keep it going. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> so, so when they, when weeks later, when they were like, okay, where, where is it? Yeah. Like, we ain't got it. <laughs> Cause you told me later that day, like, none of that was captured. <laughs> Which is so interesting. But anyways, fast forward, we're here now. And um part three. Oh yeah, yeah. You've done something with You lost that one? I mean Okay. The third is the charm, they say. Hopefully we don't lose this. We're not gonna lose this. We're definitely we're 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 videotaping and we're recording. So this is definitely gonna make it's gonna see the light of day. But but yeah, we're here today because um, we've always wanted to have you guys on. You guys are, are you know, we look up to you guys as a, you, you all have been together forever. Like how long? Um, over 20. Over 20 years. Yeah. yeah a we're long high time. High school sweethearts. High school sweethearts. Yeah. Mac and I. A year or two before us, I think. Yes. No, maybe not. When did y'all yeah. start? Maybe uh, a year or two. They were in high school. They yeah, met in high school. But when in high school would determine whether it's a year or two. Our j- junior year, I think. Okay, so maybe two years. Yeah. So Mac, Mac and I have been together forever too, but the problem is we've had more of a roller coaster <laughs> with our relationship. You know, Mac and I, even though I think our newer friends look at us now, like I know Tammy and them like, oh my God, y'all are so cute. I can't even imagine. Like when people found out we almost got a divorce, everybody was like, Oh, you really love saying that. <laughs> that it's we part almost, of the story. No, but it's true. Is it not true? No. You know, Mac didn't realize well, that we almost got a divorce. saying this. Like, no. Thank you. Hold up. Hold up. Let's take a pause. No, no. Mac did not realize. That's not true. Hold Mac up. Told, uh, he I'm, did not realize not that true. we were in dire straits. No, like, when I tell the story true. these days, he's that's like, also not it, was, true. It, it wasn't that bad. What do you mean? No, saying? that's not true. Mac, you. No, that's he also was, not true. Was, was Which there. part is not true? You guys were there. No, no, okay, but what I'm saying up. is Mac can't say, like, because Mac told me, like, yeah. what was going on. There's but you were saying recently. Go, go ahead. Mercy. There's a difference between I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a divorce. Like, saying that conversation, and we almost got a divorce from my perspective is, you know, going and starting to take divorce actions. Mm-hmm. Like, we were at the point where that was a... A po- not only is a strong possibility is a little of an understatement it was just basically like all right i think this is where we're going right now or not think like this is the decision i'm i'm, I'm going to start making but we didn't start taking steps no we didn't semantics sounds like whatever but i mean i remember you've been saying oh my god i didn't even think it was that serious that is what you were saying more recently i'm like no, we, were we living in the same anyways the point is we were on the front line y'all were on the front line <laughs> Of the hey, May Day. Like, what are we going to do with this? Yes, now? we were, Mac and I were a mess. You guys were on the front lines and you pulled us through. Thank God for good friends. <laughs> but even before we got here, like you guys were always, like we would look to you guys. You, you just were always cool, calm, and collected. 
just always seem to figure it out and have it together, which is interesting. So are we talking about always... relationships? No, no, I do like, want to evolve or... into child you know this is how we end up having two-hour sessions. I do want to... Like, and, and the truth is, and that's fine. It's going to be two different... We can clip them up, yeah, but um, I just want to know, because, you know, you got your secret agendas all the time, but I don't know nothing. The whole point is that I think you guys have always been that couple that we look at as... You know, what do they call those? Goals. Yes, goals. Yes. But I'm sure you're not surprised by that. I'm sure probably a lot of people tell you guys that. I think Couple so. goals. Well, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, it's, when you put, like, the length together with, like you say, the lack of a roller coaster. Yeah. Right. Um, and you seem to still really enjoy each other. <clears throat> we do. Yeah. But yeah. I always say I don't have, like, relationship advice. I can only tell you how this works. Like, I've never, you know, I don't know how it works anywhere else. Cause... But it's always worked for you guys. Like, you've never had any sort it, of adjustment I mean, period to... Yes. So you guys met in high school, yeah. and it kind of just clicked yeah. from the beginning. Well, I mean, so, the, you know, you've seen the... I mean, you heard the, you know, the wedding CD or whatever. But anyway, the story was... I'll, tell, I'll, I'll go brief with the story in high school. So I was wild in high school. Mm -hmm. yeah, typical. Just out here. Just giving them the business. I mean, come on. I know this story. Did you guys go to the I same am. high school? No, no, no. Okay. So, I, um, but I knew her. I went to high school with her cousin. Okay. Um, and uh, her cousin, you know, shared a, a picture of her. Like, you know, back then it wasn't Instagram way that. So she actually brought a picture. <laughs> she was like, what? oh, this is my cousin. Did she have to shake it? <laughs> was, she, was she trying to hook you up with her? No, she, she was like, it was, it was kind of like, you know, I know you're getting busy, etc. But here's somebody you, you haven't got busy with. Uh-huh, right? that you should probably hook yeah, up with. Yeah, uh -huh. and like, this is my cousin. Hold up. I don't think that she was trying the intention to hook her at all. Up? No, that wasn't the intention. Like, wait, I know you're getting busy. But get busy with me? No, no, but get busy with my cousin. No, no, yes. <laughs> like, I mean... I don't know if it was a joke or whatever, but... I think was, she just had pictures. There was a point a where... Stack, maybe, anyway, even. She showed me a picture of her. I was like, oh, wow. So what about Reese caught your attention? Yeah. Well, a lot oh! <laughs> Reese said, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I mean, I, I thought she was... Cute. Yeah, I thought she was extremely attractive. Mm. Yeah. Um, I thought what, was it that, what were you doing in the picture, Reese? She was sitting on the top of the step. Huh. Mm. It, it was a pose. Yeah, it was picture. like, you know how girls are posed back then? Yeah, uh -huh. with the jeans. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Baggy jeans. Like, mm. yeah. Crazy, sexy, cool. Like, let's see, I'll see. Yep, yep, yep. So, anyway, uh -huh. so you're like, okay, well, hook me up. Yeah. Uh -huh. then, this, then her cousin, she's trying to play me, right? She was like, she's not thinking about you, Mike, etc. She's with those ball players at oh. middle school, right? And I'm like. Well, I'm a ball player. Exactly. Right. So what so you what say? Sound like I'm her type, right? <laughs> so anyway, so, but then this is interesting. But, <laughs> but then at her school, um, some of my friends were at her school as well. So anyway, they called me. Uh, it was like it's like a April Fool's joke or something they were playing on me, and it was all these girls over the phone, this and that, and somebody hurt somebody. I think it was a story, and they were asking me for an attorney, like a reference to an attorney. There's some crazy. In high school, y'all yeah. are some mature high school kids, <laughs> I mean, right? 
Can you give me a number to an attorney? What does that have to do with the whole? That's like a. That's like the free, right? Yeah. So then we. Reese was on the line as well, right, with these girls. Um, but anyway, as people was dropping off the line, because, you know, back then it was just one line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people dropping off the line. Reese was like, oh, you know, like, you sound interesting. Let's exchange. Oh. N- like, here's my number. Wait, what? Maybe. <laughs> she was like, here's my number. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Had you seen him? You knew no, he was coming. No. So you didn't know. So your cousin didn't tell you this is the mic no, that there wasn't any no. So you didn't know prior to no, nope. and you hadn't seen his picture. He just sounded interested, and we see you shot your shot. Yes, she okay. exchanged. She gave me a number. Is that um, true, Reese? It very well could be. So you made the move. I don't remember the exact order. But I, this was I way before. That... Like this was just as. It's just the so, intro. Um, all right, then what happened? Okay. I know, you were like, let's make like, this brief. And can then we you fast forward? You started to yeah. draw the details. No, 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 I'll just set that I thought the brief thing was we were good friends in high school. Yes. And at some point, we decided. Okay, that's short oh, so y'all were friends. So after yeah. she said, you sound interesting. We became friends. Inter- then you became friends. We became friends. Okay. Partially because, I mean, I was always, like, but I was, I was just, I was wild. Right, mm-hmm. and that also doesn't go in the brief part. It's just we were friends, and then we were so no, but I was, I was, I was, wait, wait, I was always I shooting my shot. in the same school, and then y'all split after. No, no, no. We we're never in the, we're never in the same school. school. I was what always the hell shooting did my shot. Like, wait, wait. Oh, you her cousin used Laurel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was always okay. shooting my shot with but her. It, yeah, with her. But, but it was just, yeah, because we were just friends, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was uh, like a one day, maybe. Yeah, but she was like, no, no, good. Why is that? You didn't, you weren't interested in him. She was. No, I mean, she knew. <laughs> and once she crossed that line, no, it's right. Like, it was done. It's so you, is that right? No, that is. I, I figured it would be a long term. I figured thing. yes, we would be here today, and I was like, I'm 17. Do I want to just interesting? Get right now? So you felt like. Based on your friendship, you felt like if you got into a relationship with him, it would be forever. It's a forever. Yeah. But then how'd you know so you would you be able to obtain child. him? How'd you know you that? You were like, you... listen, I'm still out on these I'm for the streets yeah. right now. <laughs> I don't know what you're you trying to lock me up and, you know, I'm a free bird. Were you ready to settle with her? Like, you were just like, you know what? Once Reese says it's a go, um, it's a go. I mean, I was, I was interested in her. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if... So you were ready to sort of calm down your... Play your way. So you felt like <laughs> if you, God bless Nubia, she's going to be editing a three-hour podcast. <laughs> but I've never heard this. I'm fascinated. So you felt like if you, hey, this is just based off of being friends. Yeah. And how long were you guys friends? Like, how did you know? Even though I, I feel mean, like, you remember in high school, things move so quickly. Uh-huh. It's just every, you know, like if you miss two days of school, you, yeah. you feel like you're not even you friends miss, with your friends yeah, anymore yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they've had this they whole lifetime. Up. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, just in like a year and a half, maybe. Oh, so you weren't friends for a year and a half? That's a long uh-huh. time. Yeah. That, and, that and, is and a long high, time. Okay. Were you dating other people? Yes. You were dating other people and you two were just oh. for the streets. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a problem. <laughs> so... So you will go then, back and tell my yes, girl, your yes, boyfriend, yes, yeah. yes. and you looking at her like, baby girl. No, and then I'll tell when her about. When you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Step up to the pro. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Baby Let's girl, go. it don't have to be. Then it's just gonna come on, come on. 
It does not. I don't know what you know. And you like, Mike, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's really how it's like for yeah. a year and a half. Yeah. And then when did you pivot? So it must, was it your senior year? Um, it was junior, it was junior year. year. Uh-huh. It was like summer junior year. Mm-hmm. And then, um... And who decided? So Reezy finally said, you yeah, know what? Yeah, we were at the movies, right? Like the, the No, it came up before the movies. It was the idea was introduced, and that's when I was like, um, probably later, but not now. Yeah. No, I mean, she's saying when, like, when it was official that we cross over. Right? Uh huh. Yeah, it was at the movies. So what happened? You asked her to go to the movies. No, I've asked her like we Most have been going to like we're going to the movies like as friends and all this stuff and just hanging out, right? Uh huh. Um, and I'm always asking like. Yo. We doing this or what? Exactly. Well, we don't. And then at the movies, at the end of the movie, at, at some movie, right? I don't remember. I, it's crazy that I don't remember this movie. But anyway, uh, Phil was at the movie. Titanic. Well. No, it's not. It's like <laughs> some scary movie. At the end don't of the movie. Oh, Reese, you scared okay. baby, baby. No, no, no. At the end of the movie. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Titanic is a real good one. No, it is a good one. I don't one. know what y'all talking about. That's you get a girl on some Titanic. Really? That's your... Isn't that funny? What? You love you some Titanic. I just <laughs> wait to be able to see it. Um, mm. At the end of the movie, she turns to me and says, I'm ready. Oh, shit! She meant I'm ready to leave. Go home. Yeah. Okay. It was, the end, it was the end of the movie. The credits were rolling. Uh huh. And then. So I mean, and were you thinking you were gonna tell him that day that you were ready? Probably. Okay. Know. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Then, go ahead. Uh, so she says I'm ready, and I'm thinking, you know, she's ready. Okay. Well, let's go. And then she comes in to give me a kiss, and then she bites my lip. <laughs> <laughs> And the rest is history. Hold up. <laughs> Let me just take a moment. Yeah. For the young girls out there, uh, this is how you deal with yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm impressed. So you bit you went in and bit his lip. And what did you what did you say? Were you shocked by any of that? I was. Cause I honestly thought we were leaving. I thought, I'm ready. Let's get out and leave. And then So I'm when like, she came in for a kiss, you were like, were you? Well, of course, I'm always ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's get this straight. If now. you stay ready, you I'm always ready now. Let's get that. Let's get that straight. Right? So, so she came in. Oh, and I'm came like, in for the kiss, and I'm ready. She, and then she bit you. Right, and I'm like, what oh. was? Did you did you calculate the I bite? May, I don't know. But what, was, oh, was that your signature move? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was my first bite. I love it. She. Okay. Yeah. So you so, were like, okay. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and never broke up. Yeah. Never. Never anything. 
Yeah. Wow. And from there, it was just, it was exactly what you expected. You knew yeah. once we got together, this was it. This was it. Wow. How impressive. Today's topic is really about child rearing. But I do think the background yeah, is important yeah, yeah. because, you know, when you're on the same page, and I think when you're passionate about, so let me just say, when Mac and I started having children, honestly, I think my love for you grew even more, and I could not wait for us, our family to start to expand. Because now this is a project that you guys can work on together. Exactly. And, um, you know, you're gonna be, sometimes you're going to be on the same page, other times you're not. But it's a process. So, anyways, I'm just curious as to how you guys had your love affair. Mm -hmm. And then how long into your relationship did you start having children? And did you talk about, like, your approach towards child yeah, that's why I think it's important. So, what was the plan is important. Like, what, what did we think was going to happen? Or what, did we, what was our intention yeah. in having children starting family? Mm -hmm. So... We both said early on we wanted lots of children. Lots. How many? Six. Like at least. Yeah. I think we wanted at least five. Is what we said. But okay. This is, this is before we we had kids. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. This is just because we're you know figuring out like the project essentially that we're gonna embark on. And, uh huh. So yeah. So when you were in the nascent stages of your relationship, you're like, oh my god, I want five. Six yeah. children. You and you yeah. were up for that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Okay. So then we got married in two thousand five. Yeah. Uh huh. After being together for how long? So you have been like together seven, for like seven, eight years. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then, two thousand five got married. Two thousand eight had. So two thousand seven got pregnant. Okay. So you were married for two years. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Mm hmm. And you were were you planning out yeah. your family doing? Okay, you were just living. Okay, and then you got pregnant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and um, we were living in New York at the time, and my plan, as I thought our plan was, because we were both in New York in school. When school's over, we're moving back to Maryland, Maryland because that's where both of our entire families are, and we're starting a family there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, he had other plans. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, partially because after uh, school, after grad school, she was still in grad school, right? But I, I was done, and then uh, I got this great New York gig, and things were looking, and I also started a business. He started planting roots everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah, I was it, like it became like... We're, we're leaving. But, so, I thought, get pregnant, great. We're out, we're leaving. Um, but, turn, like, within the way insurance was, pregnancy was a pre-condition. Pre like a weird condition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pre-existing condition, which meant, because I had New York insurance at that point for four years now, I can't now move to Maryland and get insurance because I have this pre-existing condition. Yes. Wait, wait, so, wait, wait, wait. What does that mean? It means no no Maryland insurance would accept me because I had a pre-existing condition. So I had to stay in New York to have this baby. Is that true? To cure my condition of being pregnant. <laughs> and yes. So I thought I was going to go move, go home, move home to have a child. Stay in New York, have a child, 
live in New York for several months. Mike is like, we're good. Living in New York? One child? We don't need any more children. What well, also? We don't need to move. Yeah. But we're also, good. the child we had. Who's a handful? I didn't I mean, he at the a, time, Michael was a. Michael was like, I mean, six bucks, buddy. <laughs> just, I, I was just like, there's no way. Is that even possible to have another? another. This is not. Uh huh. Cause like you know, the the um the requirement of like just maintaining like he needs you know like uh, my my parents and grandparents and family will always tell me like um almost like he needs a leech like mm. he's that he's that type of kid right mm. like because he's just like, all over the place kid, like just jumping yeah, yeah. here jumping there like just you know just extremely active mm -hmm. so how are we gonna put another one you know like. Mm -hmm. So I just said, no, we're good. I agree. So and you I really went like from this guy. five You're like, to one. Yes. That's so it. <laughs> I, then, I then was like, so maybe not five. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, but, but definitely we not one. Yes. Yeah. We absolutely need another one. And he was like, no, we're no, good. I was like, and I, I really like him. I, so I was like, my other fear If I was, have another one, what if I don't like what him? What if I don't like him yeah. as much? Yeah, I felt the same way too um, with our first two, and then we're like, "What if we don't like Amy?" Which is interesting, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we ended up moving here, settled. We were here for what, like a year, maybe, or year and a half, two years, whatever. So did you move here after ISIS? No, no, no you all, you still moved here. I still moved. With, still just moved one with baby. Mike. Uh -huh. I mean, he was older, but still, we we moved here, and then he's still like, "We're good," and I'm like. No, we need another one at least. Uh -huh. I, I was like, another one will be good for him. It'll help him. And Balance there's no that. way we can have another one like him. Like, mm -hmm. surely this second one we have will be like calmer, just so calm and mm -hmm. just, yeah. So, and he was just like, <laughs> fine. Yeah, Interesting. So you really were done. Oh yeah, no, I, with I was, one. I was officially done. Okay. The story, you know, the story, the the joke is that, or I don't know what it is, is that the pressure from Reese and ISIS is what gave him a stroke. Oh, I would say it's passive aggressive. So, <laughs> can we talk about that he, a bit? <laughs> he, so, so literally, when I I was like, no, I'm I'm sorry you feel this way, but we are having another one. Another time. And he was like, fine, let's have another one. The next week. We're in the emergency room because this one yeah, had had a stroke. <laughs> Were you pregnant then? Yes, yeah. I, I was, but I didn't. Well, I didn't I'm, know. I'm ready. You know, <laughs> I stay ready. Yeah, let's go back. I didn't let's know. Let's go back to be ready. And thank oh. goodness I was, because if I wasn't, Michael, Michael surely would have been an only child, right? Because yeah. like just the thought of having another one gave this man a stroke. Yeah. Do you so, think that's what it was for Rome? I don't know. That's the, the timing. Sure, the timing is, is, like is, so you find out you got pregnant. No, no, he we didn't know. You didn't know. But it's, it's like you know, like the pressure, the, all of the, the pressure and everything. Yeah. Just him having to give in to like just. I'm like okay, whatever. Okay, so you had a stroke. Which should we talk about that? Sure. So. <laughs> okay, so Mike had a stroke. Tell us about it. Because honestly, when I heard that you had a stroke, uh -huh. everybody. It's like, what you gonna say is where everybody. Like, said. Mike, who? I was like, well, which, how? <laughs> I can't, 
How is it? Because you are, when you think about someone who is healthy, fit, working out, yeah. not stressing the small things, yeah. like you are yeah. the epitome of that. Yeah. So how did that happen? What happened? Because I just remember you called us and were like, Okay. Um, 
and they confirmed this. That is <clears throat> crazy. But but still, by the time we're at the hospital, he's like groggy, mm -hmm. but the, the the like the gibberish was done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what did they diagnose it as? They so never they, say anything. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they used me as a guinea pig, essentially. They ran every single test. I mean, at that at one point, I think like the third day or whatever, I was just like, no, there's no more. I mean, well, every test, like every scan in the book, every lumbar puncture, like, the, you know, every sample of blood. Um, they tested for every single thing. And... They couldn't figure anything out. Wow. Yeah, and at this point, you were back to normal. Perfect. You were yeah. back to being your regular normal. Yeah, I mean, and, but they, you know, with like the MRI and stuff, they show the, the stroke, they show the, you know, where the blood clot was. I, I, I mean, I even have a picture of it. Um, yeah. Is it scary for you when you think about it? I mean, it's just, it's, it's scary because. It came out of nowhere. Right. Like, and it's just. That's a good question. I never. It is scary to me. What? I mean, it's not. It's scary because of it. It's such an unknown. But it's not something that, you know, like that I think about. It's just like. I mean, it's part of the reason why, you know. Well, again, so I, like I view my life as like someone who experiences a lot of these black swan events, right? So like. You know, being in the Civil War, having a stroke, being like being the, the epitome of health and all this stuff, and then still having a stroke, having my mom pass, those kind of things. Is why I one, I don't stress the small, small stuff, and why I tend to enjoy like the little things, you know, like things that people would take for granted or whatever it is. I'm just like, and like if, and also why when I see things that. Or if I'm interested in doing something, you do it. It's yesterday, like let's get it done. Like mm -hmm. you know, what I mean? like well, what are, what are we doing about? No, let's just get it done. Because mm -hmm. um, so that gave you a like a um, like a greater zest for life, yeah. Sort of thing yeah. where you're like, so it's sort of like if you're closer to the end of your life and people, mm -hmm. a doctor tells you you have. Ten years to live. Yep. You so so that's actually a good thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you are able to apply those same principles of live your life today, live your best life at such an early age, mm -hmm. and maybe even impart that on your children. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Are you nervous? Or do you get scared when you think about that episode? I feel like I would be. I was on edge for, for years. Similar to the questions you you know. And if I just jokingly, because I won't, I'm always joking. If I jokingly say something, you know, that she wants to like, uh, are you joking or are you serious? Just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was years ago, like obviously years ago, but um, but yeah. Wow. I I used to want him to wear like a bracelet or something. <laughs> Is there a bracelet that tells you if you have a, if you've had a stroke? No, like so that if he is like stumbles on the street. I don't know. Somebody will know, like I don't, you know, like They'll call nine one one or something. Yeah, like yeah. old people bracelets. Yes. <laughs> like, because he would, he if if he felt any weird way, he would never say like, "Excuse me, yeah, something's no, happening." Mm. No, but this even happened last summer. Mm -hmm. 
right? Yeah, but that's not. That's okay. okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but that's great though. So this happened. You were one week pregnant with Isis, who is your daughter now, mm-hmm. and um, he had a stroke. And now you've had, I mean, your young family, now you've got to figure this out. Mm -hmm. So then you went through, had a baby. Mm -hmm. And at that point, did you realize, okay, our family is complete? Oh, yeah. So. Two and three. (laughs) So with Isis and Michael, our family is complete. And you had already talked about your parenting styles prior to this. And then now with your new zest for life. Did that also incorporate itself into how you were going to parent this young, you know, family moving forward? I don't know that we talked about our parenting styles. You, I think we did. Actually, I just brought up to him recently that he changed my parenting style. Hmm. Like, I, oh, yeah. um, I always envisioned myself, just to back up, just a little bit as far as what the plan was. Growing up, I always knew, like, you know, being a mother was at the top, top. somewhere. So I envisioned, For you. I, yeah, so I envisioned, like, the type of parent I would be. And, Interesting. Like, what I've never thought of. about myself as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I why? Did. Really? I don't know. And You've just always I, aspired to be a parent. Yes. And, okay. like, Isis is, like, she's got it all, she's just like her. all figured out. Like when she's I'm a parent, this is how she's always talking who the kids and like she interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I had a vision of the time. I, I and what was the type I of was parent meant to you be thought? This like like overly nurturing mm. parent who just like doted on my children and like had just all this fun and everything. And I think it started out that way, but it's when discipline needs to kick in that I started to sway more to his style mm. which and what is your style Mike so you're you've envisioned yourself as the doting sort of the fun yes. parent crafts arts and crafts all yes <laughs> and you do finger paints uh-huh. All the time in the kitchen uh-huh. and all the things. So you guys didn't talk about it, but you just figured if any sort of discipline would need to come in, Mike would be the one to I do don't know it. that I even thought about it in that way, but just the way I communicated with Michael changed more towards... I'm, I'm, obvious, I'm definitely the, the nurturer mm-hmm. in the... Those two. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But even within that nurturing, there's more sternness than I ever intended to have, Hmm. which I think came from him. Hmm. Not not just because of his disciplinary style, his also blaming me. Oh. Oh, interesting. So like, blaming you that I need to be more stern because you're way too nurturing is what you're thinking. Or like, this is happening because I'm too nurturing. Right? Gotcha. Because I'm babying him mm-hmm. or because I'm, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think in particular, this happened with Michael early because Michael, again, this was like, you know, this is this hyper young man, right? 
and he and I and even my family would tell me like he's a he's He's just, just like, like yeah, like just this is just how you. Are. So mm-hmm. I know, like, I like we understand each other even without saying something, right? Mm-hmm. So Mike, but he's not the type to. Oh my goodness, he just he just push that away and just like so he needs some strong guidance, like a strong man presence. Yes, you uh-huh. need that, right? Uh huh. And so I would say, you know, like so when Reese would, you know, just uh-huh. and nothing changes, mm-hmm. he does, you know, the same thing. And I say, yeah, I mean. You know, because he thinks he can get away with that mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. and then I, you know I'll step in and you know and then course correct yes uh huh uh-huh. um, which yeah. is interesting because I think um, that to me um, kind of takes us down this path of there are lots of people who don't have both men or both but definitely like a strong male presence. Mm-hmm father figures in their life so you're saying you felt as if michael needed that so what's your perspective on children who are being brought up in single parent households or without like that strong male perspective um i talk about it all the time i'm i'm just amazed that you know i also um like i said i I coach youth uh, sports and we talk about there's like these kids, these boys, and it's so clear to me. Like I can see it with my son, but it's so clear to me. Like if, like these siblings, if their dad was not is not there, mm. these kids. I mean, it's definite that they're dead jail or like I mean, because it, 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 it's so much energy, right? Mm. And the energy needs to be guided and directed, etc. So anyway, so when. When and then there's the, the and there's there are the kids that don't have you know that are only home with their mom and their grandmother etc. Um, and then we, as the coaches or the male figures that are not in the household, actually end up taking on a more um, father figure. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. and in so many ways, in ways that even you know if the kid is acting up at school, um, even out of season, like out of the sports season, the mom or the parent. The grandmother would call us in, like one of the coaches, you know, call us to talk to, you know, talk to the kid. And so, I mean, I think when there's not that male figure in, usually there's something in the community, you know, outside of the direct household. Um, when there's not, when there's like a complete absence, I, I like, I don't know how it works. Hmm. Hmm. Like it literally, because to me, that's the energy that needs guidance. Hmm. And for certain kids. Yeah, yeah, for certain kids. Mm-hmm. Like certain, like you know, certain kids are fine. Just you know, they would be fine either way. Like you know, um, like mm-hmm. I have a cousin, for instance, that the daughter is more, you know, like that. Right, like the son is real calm. Like you can sit him, he can come in here mm-hmm. and just sit and read his book and do his thing. But the daughter I needs mean, she, she like a strong. She needs her dad to like, <laughs> like. Get it together. Mm. Um, so yeah. Uh, hmm. So yeah. Interesting. Okay. What okay. was your guys going into parenting understanding or what did you see? What did you want? I don't or... think we talked about parenting. To be honest. Wait, but I... you 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 said before even talking about it, growing up, you didn't think about it or really no. vision it at all. 
I probably, I, I did not envision my future. Like I'm not one of those people who, I didn't know what I was gonna be as an adult. Yeah. I didn't envision myself. I actually didn't think I would have children. I remember telling my grandmother, and pregnancy. How, and how old? Maybe eight or nine. Oh, wow. It didn't, it didn't seem, I didn't think I would get married. I didn't think I would have children. Um, so I'm just, I've never been the type of person who lived in the future. So I didn't have any sort of expectations. So even with our relationship, parenting was sort of like, oh, I'm pregnant. I guess now we got to figure it out. The only thing I know we talked about was we wanted lots of children. I know we said at least five. Um... But we didn't discuss parenting styles. I think because we were so similar in so many ways. Because Mac and I were so similar in our outlook, you know, our temperament. We're very emotional about certain things. Um, how we sort of connect with family members. And I think in both our families, we're seen as sort of the firecrackers type of thing. So I've always felt like, oh, you know, we sort of just jumped. So we, I just assumed that we would have similar parenting styles um, and also because we come from similar backgrounds I'm Nigerian he's Haitian and I didn't think there was much of a difference so um, we didn't really talk about how we were gonna parent but clearly we have different parenting styles um, and I think that probably was where we started to clash when it came to our relationship because at that point you know well, we well how, had, how is it different I am probably similar to Mike. I'm a disciplinarian. I think Mac is more of, well, I don't want to speak to Mac. What kind of um, parenting style do you have? I would say that I am not a, dis I, I am a disciplinarian. I think the kids know what I want. I am a person who is, I'm not like you in this sense of like, I am like going to be bubbly all the time, but I'm also um, not like you in the sense that I am, um, I have a lot of different things I want them to do. And I don't know if that makes sense. So in a, in a way that- In life or like a daily? Like on a, in, in a, um, you have to do this, you have like all the different things, like I have a thousand things I need them doing. Like I have a certain perspective on what I think you need to focus on. Like, I think you need to focus on education. I, mean, I think you need to focus on certain types of discipline. And then on everything else, I'm like, I'm chill, I'm cool. But at the same time, I'm not necessarily like the bubbly type. And the reason I make this statement is because I think um, not being bubbly, and, and I, I just actually recently um, realized this because, um, because um, there are we we have nieces and nephews and i i um i see that the way that they come in um that that stay with us and i saw that the way that they um when they were staying with us like the way that they interact from what i can see with their parents tend to be the kind of thing where it's kind of like a friendship you can talk to them and like you can say certain things like you like for me because i'm more like um not necessarily bubbly like you don't know necessarily if you're going to say and step on the wrong mind landmine mm -hmm. so in that sense in that sense i think it fosters a certain level of 
I want to say respect, but it might not be the 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 word I'm looking for. But and that's but like there's a clear hierarchy. Yes, it's a clear like. You, there's some ways you're not going to be able to behave with me. <laughs> that said, but but it's 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 so interesting because I also think that I feel like my kids also feel like if there is something you know to be asked or fun or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying it's not fun, but like um, if there is. If there is any level of that, I, I also think that they're going to come to me because, but I think p- the reason that that happens is because I'm also willing to do all the other fun things. I'm re- willing to go and do all these other things. But when it comes to that thing that I've said shouldn't happen, like I'm really, I'm a stickler for it. Like you're going to understand. Like I don't like if it's like, I, I remember parents used to say, um, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of stuff where it's like, in my mind, I do not want to go and do this to you. But I have to. Because I need <laughs> you to understand. Like what, though? Give it, like, what are you referring to? Um, it would be whatever. Like, if I say, if I say, you know, once I count to three or I count to whatever, mm-hmm. if you haven't done what I have said, like, you might be thinking, oh, it's a little fun. I'm just going to test this water. Mm-hmm. And now, and yes. And then you run upstairs, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, this isn't really not that serious. But in my mind, I'm like, I've got to do it to you. And in my mind, I don't want to do it, but I've got to do it to you. Because I need you to understand how serious this is. So that the next time this happens, all I got to do is say, like, because I remember one time when I took the 50th um, anniversary of Martin Luther King's um uh, birthday. It was, Bola, I think, was working, so I had Emini, she was really young, I still had her in strollers, and it was the two others, and it was just me. And then I was, um, walking them, and I remember, you know, they were like, I was just in control, so, such that other parents were looking, I was like, wow, I can't believe you're able to do this. And I was like, yeah, all I gotta do is give them a look. And they were like, uh, I mean, they're pretty sure they know what comes after that look, and that's the exact thing that I go for. And so I would not say I'm not necessarily a disciplinarian. I, I don't think that would be right. I, I feel like other than those things that I've clearly given you rules on that you shouldn't do, everything else I've got, I'm, I'm teaching. I'm more understanding. I'm more like, okay, here's what you, all right, here's what needs to happen, whatever the case. Like, I feel like I'm more, quote unquote, nurturing in that sense. But then on those things that I say, it's like it's black and white. There's no cut in between it. So I don't know that I would necessarily call myself um, I think it's probably more of a frequency. So I'm more you know, fall in line multiple times throughout the day. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to do this, you need to do this. Whereas you probably have that one thing you care about maybe once or twice a week. You know, so I'm always And outside of that Then you let the kids free for all. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I, I wouldn't think... say once or twice a week because for me it's like because I'm so strict about it, it doesn't happen anymore for the most part. Yeah, maybe I'm just saying, I'm just trying to present the difference between our parents and stuff. There's so many things that I'm always going to be complaining about. You didn't make your beds, there's mm-hmm. dishes, so you thing. have your, like, your core, like in stone, it is what it is because I said it is, and it's a, a fairly small number. Where and outside of that, you're like, as long as those things are good, your your children. What else is like? They're good. supposed to be. Whereas you're like, oh, no. you've got this long list. <laughs> and I stay ready to remind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you stepped outside the 
poison. And here she goes again. So, yeah. So I, and I think that's what it is. So, so me, you're probably like, help me with this list. Yes. And Mac is like, I don't even they're know doing the list. five things I said. So <laughs> what, what's the issue? <laughs> yes. Yes. So we definitely have very different parenting styles. We did not talk about it prior to. So maybe that is, let's take a pause and say, <laughs> if you're going to get married and have children, I think it is important. And maybe you don't even know what your parenting style is going to be. I think that's, that's, that's the I, I don't know if there's a point to talking about yeah. it. But I think you me, should, When though, you get to that bridge. Or maybe explore like, your own, how you were brought up. Because part of how we parent is based on how we were parented, I think. I was parented in a very, I, I don't even think it was that strict, but it was definitely very structured. You know, it was structured. There were certain things that I should not do, and I knew what my boundaries were, yeah. and I had expectations of me on a daily basis, mm-hmm. um, whereas that may not be the case for other people. Yeah. So you tend to parent based on how you were parented. So even if you don't know the type of parent you're going to be, I think it is worth the conversation of finding out mm-hmm. how were you parented yeah. so you can have a sense for how are you likely going to parent? Yeah. So I think you all are more similar. Yeah, we're, we're definitely more similar. Yeah. Where, uh, like in a day, in especially with Michael, like everything that he does, Mike has to say like, turn your foot the other way. Yes. What? What are you? Why? Why are you walking that way? Come this way. Yes. Don't touch your head. Why are you touching? Yeah. And and I'm. And it's, I'm it's like, with let too. the boy live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not, you're not going to brush your hair today? Yeah. Did you wear like, your belt? For, did and you that's my point. Like, what? like, it's constant. How is that? From, it's constant. Like, this is the kind of thing that was uh, actually very annoying to me because it's kind of like, okay, how does that, like, how does that mean yeah. he's going to be a successful person? Like, really? Like, combing his hair? Like, so, why are we so frustrated about that? Like, and then, for me... Like, that might have been how I grew up, but that's precisely what I didn't want to do with my kids. Like, you're telling me that I have to dress... Like, I, I know when I was growing up, my parents didn't want me to dress like African-American. And I was like, why? What What's the purpose of you doing that? Like, I, I, I'm not going to be stressing mm-hmm. these sorts of things. I'm, I'm going to stress the things that I feel like mm-hmm. are important for you to become a successful adult. And mm-hmm. that's it. That's yeah. A, so, not only are, is your style going to be anyone's style, I mean, going to be uh, reflective, re- of, reflective of how, how you, you were raised, raised but yes. also those things when you're like, man, when I have kids, I am exactly. not going to make Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. It's true. I personally didn't reflect on how I was parented because I felt like, damn, this tablet, I turned out well. <laughs> so, based on that, it all worked. <laughs> so from my perspective, I need to basically whip out the playbook and sort of implement. How exactly, though, did it all work? I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying from my, I'm just telling you from my perspective, that's what I thought. Now, yes, I am now of the perspective that, to be honest, I think a lot of the things that I was making a big deal out of um, I mean, who cares? Take it or leave it. Maybe, yeah. who knows? I think ultimately, 
kids are going to be okay. Yeah. Like, really, the main ingredient is love. Feed them, shelter them, love them. And, you know, Guide them. Guide them. You know, talk about, well, you know. So, I've actually reeled back quite a bit, you know. Um, are, you, are you working on You wouldn't say. <laughs> no. That you reeled back. It's you not real better. Back. But when it comes, it comes out of nowhere. I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> well, okay. I would say she's probably the same. That what? You mean she hasn't changed? Or she's, she's probably what you're saying. But like it, when it comes back, it comes back. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I don't think the my parenting style. I person. I mean, we don't need to debate because I don't think there's a right or wrong or what. No, no. So I don't think my parenting style is. Um, it's just unique to me, and I I stand by it. You know, like I don't I actually don't. The only reason why I've reeled back, to be honest, number one is because I realize we parent very differently. And it, it, it started to cause a lot of angst and negative energy between the two of us. And it's not worth it. The kids are going to be okay. You know, and once I realize that, then I, there's so many things I can back off of and not make a big deal out of. But that's not to say that I think, oh, I've seen the error of my ways. I still stand by my parents and stuff. I think discipline is important. I think, you know, you need to have a disciplined mindset and I think that's a key ingredient to being a successful adult yeah. and it's part of that's part of what I need to impart upon you but I don't I, like I'm here to some days today I want you kids to be happy I want to be happy I want to be happy in my marriage so there's certain things that I can pull back from knowing that it's not going to make or break them mm-hmm. you know kids want a healthy environment they want to see that their parents love them love each other and once they get that, then everything else, you know, is good for them. So, yeah. Is there anything from the way you were raised that you have been intentional about not doing? No. I feel like I had a very noisy household when I was growing up. I had three brothers who were very rambunctious, and it was just very chaotic and noisy. Um... So there's certain things that I, there may be, you know, like when the kids are fighting, I know my parents sometimes, like my mom would come into the armist and decide who was right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And I used to feel cheated because, you know, I'm such a loud personality and I think I've always been. So it was always easy to assign blame to me, mm-hmm. even if I didn't feel like I was wrong Mm -hmm. so I am definitely intentional about not jumping in assigning blame you know I just let them figure it out listen y'all figure it out (laughs) if you need any help let me know but for the most part I don't jump into their issues so that's probably one thing that I'm very particular about because that stood with me but otherwise I don't there aren't too many things you you think I jump into their fights a lot not only do you jump into their fights a lot you jump in you think I pick sides you pick sides for enemy that's what I feel like. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, and I can respect that sometimes, and this is why it's important to give grace to other people. Sometimes you could say, well, it's not coming across <laughs> like you really holding back. When to you, yeah, you could feel like yeah. there are like 10 arguments that I could have interjected myself into, but I'm holding back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I could see how you could feel like, well, you interjected here or whatever but for the most part i feel like i'm constantly trying to restrain myself you know because i don't want to have them feeling like i'm always coming in and assigning blame but i don't know maybe i could be better but what about you guys like are there ways that you 
were parented that you know you're trying to either yeah, replicate like, or steer away from i think one of the big things i do with them is constantly use like everything that's going on as um opportunities to learn mm-hmm. right so it's like uh are you answering questions yeah okay. you know because like you know growing up you know in an african household the my parents and family essentially spoke in proverbs, mm-hmm. right? So instead of telling you something, <laughs> instead of telling you anything, right? It would be like it would just be a proverb. Mm-hmm. So, you know that would be the literally that's the response to you, mm-hmm. and then you go out. figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, there's really there's so little discourse between you know the parents adult, and children, yeah, uh-huh. or even the uncle and aunts and the children, etc. Um, and so with them. You know, it could be like any, like even just, you know, if we're in a car going somewhere and um, like I'm picking them up or dropping them off from practice or something like that, we would talk about the prevalence of accidents and mm-hmm. how, you know, car accidents happen due to people being distracted and, and like, and, you know, tie that in with some life lessons, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, I mean, like all those, like the pillars again. To go back to the, you know, the pillars, um, the things that I, I'm interested in. So health, you know, uh, finance. Um, so constantly having conversations with them um, because the, the, you know, in where we are currently, everything can be Google or um, you know, re- like research, etc. But what I, like I said to you guys a little earlier. The key is kind of knowing what to research and what questions to ask, mm-hmm. right? And the way you get there is by like having, you know, a, a good baseline of information, so then you can kind of figure out, okay, you know, this is kind of the, the um, you know, the question I'm going to ask Google about this subject. Um, so yeah, I'm constantly trying to have conversations with them that are um, broad in scope and also you know, have a, a part of the conversation is not just like what happened, right? Like the, you know, like all these history things, like the, like recently he was learning about World War II or something like that. So it's not just what happened, but what are the implications of what happened, right? Mm-hmm. And how does that relate to your life, mm-hmm. right? And so like those are the kind of, kind of we're constantly having that and that's not something I had, you know. With your parents. Yeah, as a kid. So you're more intentional about engaging them in discourse around, you know, life lessons and things that you want to impart on them. Mm -hmm. Do you engage sort of like, is it a one way conversation or do you engage like a two way where if they disagree, can they say, I don't agree with that dad and have their own perspective? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it, it needs to be an informed you know, perspective, right? Mm-hmm. It needs to be more than, I mean, like recently we were, um, where we, we come from somewhere and uh, uh, Mike has heard something on either NPR or whatever about uh, the Electoral College, mm-hmm. right? And he said that was dumb, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Etc. And, and I was like, oh, okay. So then we're talking about, like, literally in the same ride, we're talking about something else. Um, and we asked him his perspective on it. 
and he provided his perspective, but it was essentially dumb. Even his little sister said it was like, <laughs> it was like he had, he was, and I was like, I was like, that is exactly, you know, that's the argument for the creation of the electoral college. Mm. Your your lack of, you know, thinking through, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, the argument is that the masses can't be trusted, literally, mm. you know, and so, uh, and so then we had that conversation, um, and so yeah, if, you know, if, and if he. Um, you know, if he can, if he comes back with something, um, and actually, I, I like when they use like uh, examples from you know their life, mm. like that. You know, their um, yeah. So that those are the kind of conversations mm-hmm. I enjoy having with them. Yeah. And what about you, Reese? Are you are there things that you're trying to? The one thing that comes actually that too, and I agree. Um, I don't remember having conversations with adults growing up. Growing, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember like being given instructions, um, but not necessarily just. You know, I think it's the same with me. I don't remember having much conversations with my parents. Yeah. Either. I mean, even I think we probably had more conversation with my dad. Uh, but you're right. For the most part, it wasn't. Yeah. It was very and much one way. Don't know that I knew how because you, you just remind like having conversations with my dad. So I didn't live with my dad, but he called me every day, hmm. and our conversations were very one sided. As hmm. far like he, how's your day? Me, fine. He like, you know, him attempting kind to of engage. to engage. Yeah. But I just having like it was always a very short conversation. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't know that I knew how to. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, but that, but what he just said just reminded me. I remember when Micah was a baby, we were, I took him to like one of those fountains in the summertime, and I was sitting next to this parent who was with. It was downtown Silver Spring, and it was be, right before lunch that we got there, and her daughter was maybe like four or something, and when lunchtime came, like the businesses around people started to got more crowded Uh and she was like do you see how there's more people here that are crowded that's because it's lunchtime Hmm. and the businesses that are around the you know the people came out for lunch so now they're here like like she explained what was like the kid didn't care or ask but I was I just that stuck with me like Oh, that's how you talk to kids. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's literally all day with them. So that's uh-huh. just how we, yeah. Um, so, interesting. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I, so the one thing, the biggest thing that comes to mind is, uh, like, making an attempt to know my kids' friends and their mm. parents. Mm. Um, but in particular, like, engaging with their friends. Mm. My mother knew nothing about your friends anything that was going on in my social life Mm -hmm. from kindergarten on you know like she knew their names Mm -hmm. and she's like seen them before you know met their parents could pick them out in a crowd but that was it Mm. like why do you think that's important and i say this because i don't do that and my parents didn't do that and i didn't think that it was a because granted things ended up Okay. I was in so many situations that I should not have been in that she had no idea about 
and situation on a continual basis. Like if she knew what was going on, like inside this person's house that she keeps picking me up from, she would not let me come back to, to this to house. house. Like yeah, yeah. she should probably know what's going, what's on, going on in this house. But you won't know whether or not you talk to the friend. You won't know what's going on in that house. If you came inside you. and I don't you know. mean randomly or because even just dropping off, hmm. like. And and I'm probably talking more so when I was older, and maybe that is more awkward. Um, I don't know, but I don't see myself pulling up to any house and letting my kid get out and go inside, and I haven't been in that house. I I just yeah. Regardless of my kid's age. Right now, I don't see that happening. Yeah, that sort of thing. Thank you for listening to part one of our conversation with the Idiopitas. Stay tuned for the next episode where we pick up the discussion. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.